This is still I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast featuring the open-minded musings of two mid-40s curmudgeons staring down the prospect of entertainment irrelevance. I am your co-host, Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, and I'm always joined by... Your other co-host, Noah Tarno of The Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show Spectacular. We have a doozy for you guys today, and uh, oh, yeah. when, when I say doozy, I mean it. Actually, I always say doozy, but usually we're lying. This time, we're telling the truth. <laughs> so our our, t- <laughs> our topic this week, Noah, uh, I'm letting him know yeah. at the same time. We like to do this to each yeah. other. <laughs> I will say, I will say your your timing is impeccable. I mean, it really feels like the major news in this topic has happened in the last week, two weeks, something. I know, so yeah, right. It's like when we it's just not like another Hamilton where we waited three years after everyone saw it to talk about it. The Face App one was sort of very of the right. moment. And, it's and this already been forgotten about, Face <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It's already gone. And so our, this, this week's topic will, she too will be gone uh, under the, the shifting sands of time. Mm. We are discussing a person named Belle Delphine. That's B-E-L-L-E-D-E-L-P-H-I-N-E. Belle Delphine. She is a 19-year-old uh, British woman. I don't exactly, I forget exactly where she comes from in the uh, uh, the, the the United Kingdom. But she, she was born is, in she was born in South Africa, raised in the UK. Her real name is Mary Belle Kirshner. Yeah, but I mean, but in the in the New World, all we have are the appellations that we give ourselves. We don't carry around our birth names we become the persona that we project into the world so um i think the best way to describe this or at least a simple way is that she's an instagram influencer without an instagram account uh which is technically true um she <laughs> is, is wait a, wait wait hang on hang on hang on is she an influencer are brands paying her she's definitely a celebrity how about we call an instagram celebrity she, she's an instagram celebrity but i i'm under the impression that influencer means you are monetizing it in a specific way okay fair which enough is that brands are supposedly sending you shit and you go oh my god i love this makeup and like that's considered advertising right okay so she's, she's not doing that but she is a uh, a right. person who is a you know big wig a mogul on social media on instagram in particular but she she did have instagram but it was yanked because her right. content was deemed to be too sexually suggestive mm-hmm. um and we'll, we'll you know get into this in a minute so look at the thumbnail for this episode you'll see what i mean she has a very almost like she is a photoshopped human being she is an yeah. elf a little a little yeah. tiny, delicate little kitty. Um, it's it's almost like she was invented in in like weird science. Like an anime came to life. Yeah, the she, way she looks like an anime character very much. The cat ears, the the, the, whole the, thing. the wig, but, yeah, the hair, and the sort of um, yeah, the makeup is. Is it vi- anime or is it hentai? <laughs> that's where. Well, that's right. We get down the line. That's that's where we yeah. where we come down on this. But she's um, a very sexualized. A uh, very yes. aesthetically boundary-pushing type person in that she doesn't really resemble a person. She resembles a game or a comic book or a, a, a figure, a, an animated character of some sort. So I think she would describe herself as a gamer girl because that's where she popped up in the game space, whether it was Twitch or YouTube, or she would play games and she was part of game culture. But because she's so what you know what you might call pulchritudinous, she has this type of beauty that people on the internet tend to... Um, 
prized highly, she got a lot of fans amongst the red meat gamers who tended to be a lot of young boys slash men. I'm not saying there weren't female fans of hers, but all the gamers that you hear about being the worst aspect of gaming culture, I think were the ones that she attracted. So she had this relationship where she was putting photos up and she was doing requests and she started a Patreon, which issues something she calls lewd content. Patreon is essentially a system wherein you buy different tiers, depending on how much you pay, you get a certain return on investment. Um, right. and the more you pay, if it's somebody like in her, so she, she takes photos with, in various states of undress and or poses and things I, like that. I think specifically if you reach a certain threshold, you got access to an exclusive Snapchat feed. It was NSFW stuff, but I couldn't see any of it and I wasn't about to give her any money. But <laughs> from what I read, it was just like flashing her boobs, you know, and I'm sure they're so possibly digitally processed and so made up that you might as well look at a hentai comic book because it's, I don't know, whatever, but I don't understand this anyway. Continue, please. So yeah, like Noah's saying, there's a... And, and wait, wait, before we get to that, sorry, and, yeah. and sorry to interrupt you, but she definitely, and for those who don't know much about anime or hentai, which I guess most simply is anime pornography, Japanese style, but she was doing like some weird stuff where I watched this video where she's hanging out with, a, with an octopus, like a dead octopus in her kitchen, and she had like taped googly eyes to it and she would pour like raw eggs on her boobs and just definitely going for an, a strangeness vibe so the trolling thing is that she was using sexuality to um get you know to get paid for it she was offering to do things yeah me and noah are talking about someone who is skirting close to what you would call sex work uh, in terms of doing naked photography mm-hmm. what i've seen i think her version of naked photography in a lot of cases was topless but her nipples were covered i, I sorry that that's what we're dealing her nipples were covered with tape but she was still doing topless pictures at least that's what i saw the quotient that's what people thought they were paying for and i think that's what she got busted for on instagram is that she was doing topless photography even though i assume her her nipples were covered for whatever that's worth this is where again it looks like you have somebody who's in this position of like we're all there's a lot of other people in this space there's a lot of women who are doing patreons who are dressing up as kitties who are doing a mixture of i don't know something that is naked pictures or just being randy and sexual this is not unique territory however she got into this thing where she was selling bath water to people and whether yeah. you... oh, no no dude you skip the trolliest part what's the troll you skip the trolliest the, por- the pornhub account the pornhub account yes okay so she said if this instagram pub people are like oh you know they wanted more they wanted to see the nipples they wanted to see all sorts of stuff so she said if this instagram post gets a million likes i will start a pornhub account so it got something like five billion likes in the next 30 seconds because i don't know how people pay their rent and people have too much time on their hands and she starts the Pornhub account, and the videos had names like, and you know, don't be listening to this out loud where your kids are in the backseat. <laughs> Belle Delphine plays with her pussy. Belle Delphine strokes two big cocks. Belle Delphine... Uh, scissors. Scissors. S- scissoring. And the plays with her pussy was she was petting a stuffed cat. And the strokes two big cocks as she was stroking two stuffed roosters. And scissoring as she was cutting up a picture of herself. And she was trolling PewDiePie, the Instagram star. She mm. said PewDiePie gets deep inside Belle Delphine. She's eating a picture of PewDiePie. So they were all these, as trolling and trolling you get, like, oh, you want to see me do hardcore pornography? You 
paid for it. And then she gives him this. And of course, these entitled shitheads are like, we've been betrayed. And the only solution is to actually give us the hardcore part. Like, you gave her money, you idiot. And then this is what I think happened. I think the consensus is Instagram banned her, not strictly because she had topless photos, but because so many of these nerds were upset that they complained to Instagram that she was violating the rules and Instagram gave in to them. So it's actually surprising that she's still banned like seven days later or something. I thought it was very important to get to that, but now you're going to get to the bathwater. And we're still on the trolling thing here. Yeah, she we made an offer of selling her bathwater, and she had taken some yes. either video or photos of her in a tub wearing a uh, onesie of some sort or a singlet. She was saying that this is the bathwater she was going to sell to people. She jarred it, and it, I mean, it sold out apparently in an afternoon. Everything <laughs> that the, the quantity, the quotient that had been put out there had sold out on her website. The I, thing is, like, we I didn't. Just, I just who pays thirty dollars for this? Who the fuck I do not but oh the, the point God. was, is that as soon as it was made available and as soon as it sold out, people started making videos instantly and there started being this sort of hype machine. Now, again, I guess we're talking about a very small hype machine, but it's still a hype machine where a guy was doing videos about vaping the bathwater right. and somebody right. claimed that he got herpes they, or they tested yes. the water or something and they, there was yes. herpes inside the bathwater. That, the, that was a hoax. Well, the reality was that no one had been shipped the bathwater. All this stuff popped up, you know, as a wildfire and no one actually received the bathwater. And to be honest, I'm not sure anybody still has. No, no, big, people have. But that wasn't part of the story. The story had people to have, with... People have been drinking it and making mac and cheese with it. Yeah, I know yeah. the herpes things were a hoax, but I, I believe people are really interacting with this shit. Mm-hmm. And then there were there were rumors that she was selling other stuff. There was a rumor that she was jarring her pee and selling that for $9,000. Yeah, We're the through pee- the looking glass here, people. America's never going back. I think that the, the stage is set. You, you, at this point, you guys, you know as much as me and Noah do. I'm going to throw the ball to Noah, and I want to hear you. Again, we oh. talked about the what. Tell me the how and tell me the why, Noah. What, what's going on here? What do you think of this whole thing? I don't know. I, it's, you know, I said, like, this stuff seems like Chinese to me, but you're like, that's not even accurate. It's not a different language. It's a different I – w- I don't have to learn a different language to understand this. I have to have a different brain to understand this. I mean, I really think it shows how the Internet has reshaped human beings' entire relationship to the world to information to sex to celebrity to everything and it's just my first impulse when i first like dip my toe and looking at this tip my toe not the bathwater, was i texted you bill something like i'm seriously puzzled by this what is the purported appeal of it jerk off material it's not just that she's not talented it's as if she doesn't offer anything that anyone could construe as talent now, my opinion on this has changed. I've since read several what I thought were rather intelligent think pieces about it. Rolling Stone actually had a good article. And then the article I sent you that I thought took a slightly um, feminist perspective on it from Pathios.com, when trolling is peak glamour, Belle Delphine and her $30 bathwater. I think the best way I can approach this is that she's a performance artist and she's trolling and she knows what gets these guys i don't want to necessarily say hot because it's about more than that it's more about what gets their attention Mm. and gets them watching both as a fan and as hate fans you know like what makes you want to hate someone 
and she's stringing them along in a rather savvy way. Now, the end of the Rolling Stone article has the subhead. She wouldn't. She didn't respond to Rolling Stone any of their uh, inquiries for a comment. She just ignored them. So it says, "Is she is Belle Delphine for real?" And I don't think anyone can answer that question without talking to her. And I don't think we could answer that question at all because we don't. Like I said, our brains would have to be reformed to really get a handle on this entire phenomenon. But you know, it's possible she's. I don't want to say a Trump-like figure because I, I think the only people who are, she's victimizing pieces of shit who I have no sympathy for is that like this very savvy command of her media landscape and how to manipulate people is she being savvy or is she just like this savant and she knows what gets these guys going and how to string them along and how to make fools of them in a certain respect um flabbergasted that you know people were buying the bathwater especially the numbers they were and the popularity and the degree to which people care but if you approach this as an art project I will say I find it interesting I definitely want to peek behind the scenes I was looking for an interview with her I would love that they don't exist interview Uh, maybe someday I mean what's she going to be doing when she's 30 you know, still Maybe this? She'll go back to, well, no, not just something else. She'll just, I assume she'll vanish into the cloud that she uh, showed up. Like Kaiser Sose, she'll just disappear. Yes, like Kaiser Sose. <laughs> so I got to say, my first blush was like, this is the worst thing ever. And now I'm like, there's something interesting going on here. Part of her thing, you didn't mention this, is and how she first got attention was she would do she would do these faces into the camera that are known as ahegao which is a japanese word and it's sort of that's an o face essentially but it's a cartoon face -face. so it's basically a cartoon face that female anime characters would make showing their ecstasy and their tongues out and their eyes are crossed and all that i get why that might turn certain people on everything that the sexiness the cat ears and the pink wig it just looks very like just looks very pedophilia to me. So I find it disturbing that this is jack-off material for people. Um, I mean, better her because she's 19. Still, like, ugh, makes me uncomfortable that this is considered sexy. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it's fucking weird. What do you think, honestly? There's a weirdness to it. And, like, you thinking about it like a code is erroneous. And I know we talk about a lot of codes on this show. Talking about, uh, and I don't mean literally a code. as a me- I'm saying as a metaphor, like, you have to crack it. And you can translate it into another language, then you'll understand it. This is one of those instances where uh, this isn't merely something you can decode and try to figure out what it is because we've never had this before. I mean, we've had people who were famous for all sorts of unorthodox reasons, but there is a weird thing. And I think the term performance artist is both apt and not apt because that Mm. indicates that, like Karen Finley, for instance, who knew what she was doing and was a trained uh, artist, you might say, a professional, I think that Belle Delphine is going about her business in a very natural way and is very postmodern, but is kind of just like responding to the landscape in a way that a digital native like her, someone who's right. 19 years old, reads these cues better and, and plays it more instinctually. So, I don't think So you would think- argue she she is for real. She is this savant who's trolling people because trolling her comes second nature. That to me, that's, uh, yeah, that's that's like a hoax, like a Marina Abrava type thing. Like we, we know those artists, we know those people who create a persona and it's revealed to sort of be a fraud or a pretense, right. you know, like a Borat type I, thing. I, I, I um, used to perform like that. When you first met me, I was doing an act like that. I mean, you know, you listen you listen to like, I think old comedians like Judy Tenuta or, uh, you know, Gilbert Gottfried. They were putting mm. on a persona that was pretty obvious that they were doing. Stephen Wright wasn't. Andy Kaufman wasn't. I mean, these people were just weirdos. 
Mm-hmm. I think I think Belle Delphine is a weirdo. She looks okay. like honestly, her makeup makes her look like one of those little who's from the Grinch, the, the Jim Carrey <laughs> version of the Grinch yeah. who stole Christmas. Yeah, totally. I mean, she's supposed you know like it, her, it downplay her makeup job downplays her nose to a little button. I think that she is running this thing very instinctually, and maybe the most savvy part of it, if you're going to attribute some savvy, I don't think it was the creation of this thing because I think she's doing it ad hoc as she goes along. The savvy thing is not explaining it. The savvy thing is kind of letting it rip. And yes, I'm with you in terms of there is a good, healthy sort of a person with an S and a red cape, you know, a, a Superman uh, a use of trolling. It's not all bad. Most of it's bad, but there is a good use of trolling, and that's to fucking put assholes in their place. And the thing is, no matter how much these fucking people, uh, the, you know, they're, they're red-faced and the veins in their forehead are popping and they're talking about being robbed or lied to and that they're owed this. It's like they can, they, there is literally nothing they can do to nope. push back. They they have no recourse but to just be idiots and to take this shit. And it's like, well, if, if you want, turn it off. If you want, change the channel. Yep. If you want, walk away. You don't have to play the don't game. Don't spend $30 on bath water, you <laughs> fucking loser. Welcome to my room, so. Come on in. First up in my room is my tatty teddy, which I turned into a bag. So this is my wardrobe. This is my jumpers. And this is a tangled, <laughs> this is a tangled top that I made. Why are people spending money on Belle Delphine's bathwater. Why is she caught on? Why, forget the bathwater, why, well, no, don't forget it, but like, why did she get all these zillion followers in the first place? Why does anyone care? Why is this a story? Why are people mad? Why, 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 why? I you could never ask why enough with this stuff. This is the, I think this is the simplest part of this. Um, to me, the reason why she's popular is uh, very prima facie. She is a tiny little sex elf. That's what she's selling. I don't know really, like, whether she has Crohn's disease. I don't know if she read the last Philip Roth book. I don't know who she voted for in the uh, the English parliamentary elections. I don't know any of that stuff. What we do know about her is that she was sitting in a plastic tub, uh, you know, in in a, in a little singlet, issuing, you know, with her little uh, the the striped thigh high knee socks and all that stuff, and cat ears and a pink wig, and saying, "I'm going to sell you the water that my ass is in right now." That's what we know. So the popularity, I think, is based on the fact that she's like this lightning rod for a lot of popular visions and popular conceptions of what is sexy right now. In that she will, you could pay for different levels of access to of intimacy, where she will give you topless photos or you know give a lot of people topless photos. She presents as this cute thing all the time, as if she's a a human Pikachu. Uh, some little cartoon character. The aesthetic is very popular amongst kids. That has a lot to do with what me and Noah are looking at and trying to puzzle. And, you know, Noah can't quite crack through the the aesthetic, as as you admitted before. But I think that's part of the success is the fact that she looks like the de rigueur uh, version of something that is incredibly sexy, a, a Marilyn Monroe-type creation. Again, I'm not saying that there aren't female fans, but let's be honest here. We're talking about Gamergate people. We're talking about a male fan base, and I'm sure it's of all sorts of ethnicities and races and all that, but it's probably mostly people who would describe themselves 
as as you know cisgendered hetero people who were into cute girls. <laughs> they, they wouldn't describe themselves as that. All right, we would. People, we, might we would describe that. that. Yeah, yeah. But that's their thing, and I think that uh, if you like that stuff, if you like girl, and if you like skin, and if you like long leg, if you like pretty girl. If you like, you know, naked booby and, picture, uh, and, and you it, can't, you can't even use definite articles to talk about. <laughs> and you like video game, and you like girl who say she play video game and trog like yes. naked picture. Give, that's yeah, give the, me the sex. Give me the sex. Deliver yeah. it to me. Give to me the sex. Deliver it to I me. think that is yeah, probably why she's popular. I'm not saying yeah. there isn't more to that than this, but this that to me is a, it's, it's a perfectly cromulent explanation about why she's popular. <laughs> unless, unless no, unless you're going to say there's something no, some more four dimensional chess. I'm not getting here. I disagree with you in that we don't know. I think there's a chance there is a wink behind the curtain. I mean, look, the jokes, you know, stroking two cocks and playing with her pussy are obvious. It's a form of comedy, as it were, where only obvious would work. I think it's entirely possible she does, there is a man behind the curtain, so to speak, that she is a secret mastermind, that this is an entire structured thing, that she is way smarter than we realize. I agree with you, she's smart by now talking, by staying completely hidden. Maybe someday she'll pull back the curtain, but probably, yes, smart of her not to talk to Rolling Stone, not to do a interview out of character. Sasha Baron Cohen wouldn't do that for a while, and he finally gave in, and he did. I think it's possible she is smarter than you realize. I don't know. We can't know. That's just a way of saying that, yes, all the reasons you say why she's popular, I believe are accurate, but it's possible this is a very well-planned, well-timed, well-constructed project. Why is it popular? Well, let's change the thing to less why is Belle Delphine popular and more why is this a topic people are talking about that has gotten our attention. And I would say because we are we are in the post-fact era. The prospect of playing with reality and playing with people's expectations and manipulation, manipulation of people's deepest desires or their most secret desires or their most inscrutable desires, I think that has a lot of currency in this day and age, if I may be so pretentious for a minute. Hi, I'm Belle, and today I'm going to be doing my everyday eye makeup for you. I've had a few people ask me how I do my makeup, so I thought I'd just make a quick and easy video of how I do it. Noah, would you have liked this weird imbroglio if you were a kid? Uh, I don't think so. She has nothing to offer me in the way of titillation. I need a personality. I detect no personality there. The fact that she looks like a doll or a drawing is a flat-out turnoff to me, and her look I find very unappealing in a lot of ways i mean you're, you know, you're, descri you're describing something lifeless i think that's the impression right i mean look when she, she closes up on her you know her scanty underwear all right fine you know i get it I mean, especially with the internet at your fingertips could be a lot of other dirty pictures i'm going to seek out so my point is looking at this like i don't understand these gamer guys they want jerk off material fine why are you looking at this why don't you look at a woman who doesn't make you pay to see her boobs why are you wasting time with her but I think this gets at there's a world, there's a culture, there's a mindset that we just can't even begin to fathom. Maybe this would do something for me if I were a kid. But man, more than any other topic, I'd be a very different person. So who knows? Who knows? Could be. It's only just yeah. out of reach down the block on the beach. I think the titillation has a lot to do with it. I do think that we're de-emphasizing the entire um, gamer culture, the, the, the composite culture yeah. of being in the world that gamers inhabit and how... I mean, we've talked about a lot of games recently on this show in terms of how pervasive 
the idea of playing games is and how it has become a social media and a currency among a lot of people. You know, we're maybe looking at this from one angle or trying to look at it from one and a half angles. All the things I was saying before about Trog's particular wants, does Trog like naked picture of girl? It's like, yeah. You know, I I would have liked all that stuff. The sexual titillation. It has the veneer of intimacy that she's inviting into her house. And, I mean, it started off as makeup tutorials, and then it became this other thing. Yeah. Her her personality. Right, but they were still very mannered and forced in a way. See, that's what makes me think there's a mind behind it. Look, I could be completely wrong about it. It's just that my knee-jerk supposition is to say that it was... um, She's making it up as she goes along. It is a character, but it's not necessarily a deep-dive character. She's not giving us a Marina Abramovich. But I, I... I think that I would have liked the aesthetics as a kid, the intimacy, the fact that, uh, and, and if she was in fact interested in the same type of thing, because I definitely would be a gamer kid, if I felt like she was a unicorn amongst gamers and that she's this gorgeous girl, yeah, you'd get me on the hook for that, I'm sure. I think that's why so many people, there's, there's something very uncomplex about what it is she's offering, and probably something very uncomplex about why she's popular. Um, and I think that you, you very easily... If I am of the age where I lack the ability to crack codes, even native codes to my generation, I'm only seeing something on a certain level and I can't get multiple levels. I might not be able to appreciate the humor that's in here or, you know, whatever strange semiotic that she's offering. I mean, I look at it now as a, a 58-year-old man. <laughs> she's not yet, in not a- yet, not yet. Right, she's closer in age to essentially a daughter I could have. I could conceivably have a yes. 19-year-old child yes, than a much. peer. So, um, you know, I, I look up, I don't, I'm not saying I look down upon her, but she's not a she's not a peer she's someone who would be it's it's not appropriate to sort of have to think of think of a person that that young is sexual because it's like our generation is so far removed so you know there's something else at play in terms of how to relate to her but as a kid i think i would have been uh, attracted to just the the veneer the superficial for sure oh mm, it's so salty it's so salty you know what that's definitely been in a bath a hundred percent like that is rotten that is stagnant water you know dirty water from fallout that's literally a you'd probably have less of a chance of dying than if you drank this. Is this a sign of the apocalypse? I don't think she's a sign of the apocalypse because our lead-in was describing how she is kind of doing some good by using the tools of evil against jerky people. And you're not going to get me to say that's a bad thing any day of the week. That is uh, God's work as far as I'm concerned. The weirdness that we are also describing in terms of the aesthetics, the way in which she goes about her business, how she sells it, what she's selling, the bathwater thing, the way, the whole, you know, again, the the way the fans are engaging in this, there is a little bit of four-dimensional chess. I don't think that's apocalyptic, but it is strange. And it leaves me scratching my head and trying to figure out, this is going to be the new normal. We're going to try to look at people that are a little inscrutable and not quite figure out what is this, you know, not quite be able to figure out what this means. We are going to puzzle over it. And uh, right. we're, we're starting to get that with this show. I mean, we are, it's, it's not just, it's not just Donuts and Scotty McCreary. There are occasionally weird figures in this show that don't quite yeah. make sense at first, at first glance. And this is yeah. among them. So, but no, I don't think it's a sign of the apocalypse just because I think there's some good coming out of it. You're right. But I'm going to say this is a sign of the apocalypse. In okay. fact, yeah. Possibly more so than any other topic we've looked at. And one <laughs> one specific aspect of this, I'm going to name check a lovely woman named Amanda Williams of Las Vegas, Nevada, a friend of mine who told me that in her opinion, pornography will be the downfall of the human race. She has seen as a woman in her 40s who has dated heterosexual men for, you know, about 30 years now. She thinks pornography is destroying heterosexual men. 
mentally. I totally agree with that assessment. I think this gets at that, that they're turned on by something so strange, inhuman, I want to say. Thousands and thousands of people who find this sexually appealing, it's so, there's nothing warm about it, even putting aside the elements of, of pedophilia to it. It's just so against everything that would accord with a healthy relationship being turned on by this. And that's my bias. And then also the, the fact that they would pay for this and, and make this effort and that get so angry and entitled when they don't get the, the videos of her, the dementia, the sexual dementia that this seems to indicate. I now like I know that's, that's a good way to put it, man. That's yeah, a, that's now a I know. I, phrase. And thank you. And, and one of the things we haven't brought up is there are articles, these sex workers who don't like her. They think she's she's co-opting some ideas from sex work. You know, it's not new for like fetish models to sell their bathwater, get guys to pay them to clean their apartments, all sorts of stuff like that. that there is are vending machines in Japan that are filled with right. underwear right now. And that's far from new, but that generally was like men of power. And now it's become this very standard thing and this weirder thing that it becomes, it, it's bigger and weirder. And we are hurt, you know, just like pornography's always been there. There were 30 cave paintings, right? But that it is so universal now. I think this points in that direction. And I worry about that, that we're going to get to a point where no man is going to be able to, like no relationship is going to be able to happen because women and men, men will want the most demented shit in the world and yeah. no one will ever be able to agree on any form of relationship at all. Any baby that is born will be born out of dysfunction. I mean, I'm, I'm talking apocalyptic here, but that's what we're talking about. So I think this indicates some kind of real widespread sexual dysfunction that I, that I do worry about. So I think this could be an indication of the downfall. What are, what's the term I use that you like? Sexual, sexual dementia or something? Sexual dementia. What we have here is a powerful holy elixir, one blessed with the rarest of magics. In the right hands, it could be capable of great miracles, but in the wrong hands, I shudder to think of the destruction that might be delivered onto our world. Now, after posting on Twitter that I had obtained Milady's sacred bathwater, I found that my pictures of me with the holy potion were quickly going viral. It seems that internet users were very interested in finding out what kind of person would purchase used bathwater. No, Eterno, finally, uh, are you jealous of Belle Delphine at all. For any reason, I can't imagine what this would possibly extend itself to, but I have to ask. I wish I had millions of Instagram followers who would pay 30 bucks for my garbage, you know. Other than that, no. Uh, I am not, I'll tell you one thing I'm not jealous of. I'm not jealous of young guys who have constant access to sexual titillation every kind of sexual titillation imaginable. I was once having a conversation with our buddy, Eric DiPacciato, EDP, and he said how lucky teenagers now because they have porn at their fingertips. And I said, dude, that's not lucky. I thank God that I didn't have porn, this amount of porn at my fingertips as a kid. Well, because, I because, I, is, because of the sexual dysfunction I worry about. You're kind of describing, it's not just the access to it, but the need for it. Um, and yeah, that's, you're talking yeah. about a whole generation of young men between the Gamer Gators and uh, the, you know, release the Snyder Cut guys yeah. and whomever else, these people who are just they, they will metal. They will have no ability to enjoy normal sex, right? Or a a, a real, just, normal, naked woman is not going to appeal to them. I don't They're, even it's think gonna it's going to have to be some honestly, weird scenario or something. It's not just sex. I think it has to do with a human relationship. It has to do with yeah, how yeah, do you... Totally, yeah, totally. It, it, there's something even up the food chain from sex in terms of uh, dealing with other people socially, and which we're having a huge problem with in this country as it is. Yep, is how do you yep. deal with other human beings? 
Um, you talk about a, a lack of empathy. You're talking about not just looking at people as if they're sprites in a game, but that they, everybody has fully vested lives, and this does not help that. Yeah, I don't think that uh, the jealousy thing is weird. It's like that's kind of a punt here because, again, neither of us are selling our bath. We're not selling our bathwater. Well, no, but, but, I, no, but I don't we're, even, try, we're trying to sell something. I don't even we're bathe. Trying to get, we're trying know? to get the level of attention that would lead to people paying for bathwater. I mean, sure, sure. At the same time, I mean, I don't think any of us want. I want half that much of, of dedication to my work. You know? But at the same time, we don't want this level of attention. I mean, it's not that it's, mm. there's, I, you know, you can say that some people don't think there's attention for the wrong reason. Whatever, that's fine. I think she knows what she's getting into. This is a hard way to make a buck to me. That's just looking at it superficially, and, and, and it looks like it's very perilous in terms of how do you do, you know, how do you get it right. I don't envy that. And so, I mean, I'm not, I'm not jealous because I kind of feel like she's a little bit of an astronaut taking a spacewalk. And there's a lot of things that could go wrong, but there's also she could do it properly and, and get back in the craft at the end. I don't get, I don't get jealous of it. I sort of look at her high, her high wire act and kind of marvel a little bit, but I don't ever think that there's something there that I could mimic or that we are, in fact, crossing over the same threshold or, or in the same business, even even in, you know, metaphorically speaking. I don't know, man. I can find a way to be jealous of anyone. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, yeah. speaking of which, actually, not speaking of which at all. That's my transition. Where would you put her on the Felonian scale with Jimmy Fallon being at the very bottom of all things terrible? And uh, face app being the best thing we ever talked about. Yeah, right. Uh, as an quote unquote artist, if we're going to view her that way, she is way better than Jimmy Fallon because she's poking yeah. holes in the system. And she's actually, it's interesting at least. He's anti interesting. But in terms of its prospects for humanity, she's a couple clicks below Fallon, I would say. See, I, yeah. I was going to roll back my hyperbole and say I kind of rank her with Bad Baby uh, that we did. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, she's kind of like Bad Baby. But but Bad Baby you could write off as just a fluffy, stupid pop star. Yeah. In fact, we did the Bad Baby episode nearly a year ago with our, our friend James right. Hancock. There's something weird and inscrutable about Bad Baby. But as we were watching, we would say that Bad Baby, oh, that's a joke and that's a ridiculous thing. How could the girl from Dr. Phil possibly? That's, we're talking about Daniel Bergoli, bad baby, the cash, cash me outside girl. Like, how could she possibly have turned into some sort of franchise? And it's like, well, she actually has this. I'm not saying it's a great career, but she managed to transition into being a rapper and being a personality. And I would just wonder, how does one move from Dr. Phil to that? And in a way... Belle Delphine isn't exactly an analog, but there's there's this weirdness that winds up becoming an inroads to creating a persona. You know, I don't know who is the bigger star of the two of them. Just for sheer optics and aesthetics, I, that's that's to me is the easy comparison that I would I would score. Well, I think that uh, drags us to this is a weird one, man. I tell you, I yeah, wonder, there's a I, lot to chew on here. It's a lot, a to, lot chew to talk on. about. Yeah, yeah, I, I, we should we should check back in with her in like a year, see what's <sighs> become of. Belle Delphine, how it's mutated. Are there Belle Delphine uh, clones out there? Literally, are there clones from a literally, tank? Literally, literally, cloning literally tank. Yeah. Clone. yeah, cloning tank. All right. Well, uh, before, we, yeah, before we sign off, there's a programming note. Uh, we are taking a two-week hiatus uh, uh, next week and the week after uh, due to travel exigencies. So we will return in the middle of August with some uh, new episodes. But we're just putting that out there as a, a bookkeeping gesture. So, uh, But in the meanwhile, keep a look at our archive. We have a deep archive, and you can find past yeah. episodes to tie you over until we come back. Look on Apple Podcasts. Look on SoundCloud. Look to Google Play and Stitcher. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill don't get it at gmail.com. Uh, and give us a review on Apple Pod Nightmare. 
podcasts thing, whatever. That's how people find this thing. Um, but definitely get in touch with us. We're interactive. We love to hear from you. I am on Twitter at William Scurry. I'm on YouTube at youtube.com AM Caesar. Very quick, I'll plug. I just recently did a podcast with my friends, the Film 89 podcast out of Wales, who I've been a guest on a few times. We talked about Chinatown, my favorite movie of all time. And uh, check on Twitter because I've been laying links to that for the last uh, week or so. Um, Noah Tarno will tell you where he is at right now. Yeah, I don't think you added, Bill, that we're coming up fast. I believe this is, um, I looked on SoundCloud, this is going to be our 96th episode. Uh, yes. So we're coming up on 100. Yes, we are. Very we're, soon. We're beating, the, yeah. we're beating it down, exactly. Yeah, I'm all about the big quiz thing, bigquizthing.com, corporate and private trivia events, coast to coast, nationwide. Get in touch. Learn about bringing the greatest in live trivia excitement to your home or office or other venue. Uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter, at Big Quiz Thing, Facebook, LinkedIn, Yelp, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're launching a po- another, my second podcast, Big Quiz Thing podcast. Come in. I don't know, Bill. I'm thinking this fall. I'm going to record another episode this week and uh, I'll let you know. We'll talk about that more later. But uh, yeah, it's happening. It's all happening. And I'm on Twitter myself, at Noah Tarno. Lots of fun political stuff there. If you don't like politics, don't follow me, please. Okay, everybody. So that's uh, that's it. And, um, you know, we, we I think it seems pretty obvious that we just don't get it. I mean, it is pretty obvious in this case. No. So more than ever, we don't get it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2019.